This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? I am doing very, very well. Thank you so much. So, it's that odd time of the year. <laughs> that odd, magical time of the year. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, in between sports? No. No? No. What is it? Mother's Day weekend is oh. ahead of us. Yeah. And you and I chat about this on occasion, you know, the various holidays that we're obligated to do various things. And mm-hmm. I shouldn't even say obligated because for me, ever since I became a dad, what, 10, almost 11 years ago now, it's it's become... A lot more fun as the boys have gotten older. Sure. And then, of course, I know once they get older, it's going to be me to have to remind them, hey, uh, dudes, mm-hmm. re- remember, it's mom's, you know, anything. But anyway, so I always forget, because Joe has his rule. Okay. You know what Joe's rule is about that, right? Yeah, I, I don't, but I assume it's something like, ain't my mother. She ain't my mother. She ain't my mother. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, I'm doing something for my mom. But uh, but I but I always kind of enjoy because, oh, look at, uh, he made a, a necklace out of macaroni yeah, for you. Yeah, oh, isn't yeah. that cute? Um, and then here's some flowers, right, or whatever. Sure. But I don't know, because the woman that I'm married to, who is wonderful, Low maintenance. And she is very low maintenance, and she really doesn't want a big deal made about anything. For, and she means it, but you got to do something. You got to do something. Right? Right. So I always, what I always like to do is I make her her favorite dish, because we're not really going out to eat type of people. Lingerie, maybe? It's well, Mother's that's, Day. That's more of a me thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most self-serving gift you can give a woman. The, so funny. The problem, though, is I've done things like where I've gotten a gift. Okay. And she's, oh, this is so nice. And she never will wear it. Yeah, where's the receipt? So it's that, so nice. I think I would like one totally different <laughs> No, see, she wouldn't do that because she would feel bad. Okay. But what she'll do instead is just stash it in her in, in a you know in a drawer. Yeah, in her, no, you'd rather her... have her go get the thing she likes. <laughs> right. So right? you want an Amazon gift card? Like what oh, do you yeah, want? Yeah. I don't know a Fratelloni's gift card. Anyway, that's even better. So yeah. I, I've al- I've always wondered, you know, like what what's everyone's game plan when it comes to Mother's Day? I just I think it's funny. It's uh, it, you know, um, of course, my mom is a very important woman in my life. Sure. Maybe the most important. I'm going to do something for her. Yeah. You know, my mother's an adult woman. She's she's in the late seventies, right? Not. I'm not telling anybody that something that isn't to be told, right, by saying that. But she also has literally every Everything. single thing, right? <laughs> to get her something more is just, I, I and, and it sounds funny because she feels this way about me. I almost get mad when I'm looking for a gift for her. So I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like the things that I think yeah. of that I could get her are just so dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, unless I got her another car or something but yeah. i would never do that but you know there's not a gift that I can't get her more perfume i she doesn't care about it i can't get her a another shirt she probably has 50 of them I, I i don't know there's just she has enough stuff but you still have to get her something well and and so for me it's we've done this a couple of years like maybe two out of the last three years because my wife and her entire family they grew up with horses mm-hmm. and so one of the night one of the cool things she's said for i go what do you want to do for mother's day she says Let's just go to Canterbury. Oh, so yeah, that's because easy, she, yeah. It, it's great for all of us. It's mm-hmm. a great spot if you have younger kids because they have that huge playground set and whatnot. Plus, you know, you get to watch the ponies and, and it's fun. Plus, this weekend is Derby Day. This nice. Saturday is okay. Derby Day. Yeah, yeah. At, at Canterbury. Derby, sure. um, yeah. And it's funny because we were there at Churchill Downs uh, over the Fourth of July week last year, mm-hmm. 
I'd never been. Okay. I don't know if you have, if you've ever either attended a derby or no, just no, been there no, in no. general. But I mean, I, I attend derby parties. Okay, so okay. I am just a fan of the animal itself, but also the derby because of her, because of how much she loves yeah. it. And it's just kind of fun to have on. And, you know, I've been to a bunch of derby parties and stuff. But if you've ever been there, and I'm not a big horse racing fan, but mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Yeah, fun. That that whole area because it's massive. I mean, it's the size of a college campus, mm-hmm. Churchill Downs. Sure. Because we were there, it was a couple of days after the fourth of July. And I'll never forget walking through where the stalls are. And it's they're massive, Mike. I mean, they're huge stalls for really? these massive horses. Hmm. And then they have along the the plaza, they have all these posts. And they have the horse that's won the race with their nameplate, almost like a street sign okay. of every horse dating back to whatever, you know, oh, 1920 cool. yeah. or whatever, whatever it was. And I thought, this is freaking amazing. And you think about all of the horses that have gone through that building. It's it's cool. And it's right. It's literally right in Louisville. Little quiz for you. Okay. Okay. I, I've figured out what you can get your beautiful wife. Oh, I'm, I'm and, hopefully But I want to also see if you know what this is. Because this is something that not every guy knows. So I want to see if you know what this is. So okay. I think you should buy your wife a fascinator. What the hell is Do that? you know what a I fascinator is? I have no idea is? what that is. You don't? No. So um, what happens... Can I look it up or are you going to No, tell I'm me? going to tell you. Okay. A, a fascinator is, is um, you know, when you go to a really swanky party on the first Saturday in May mm-hmm. or whatever it is for the Kentucky Derby. It is. It's the first Saturday. The, the, yeah. In May. Okay. Yep. Well, but this one, it would be the second Saturday. No, because March or May 1st was Sunday. I, yeah. So I want that. Oh, May 1st Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So it's first Saturday. May. Yep. I was wondering why I did got that wrong. And you see all these beautiful women dressed with these little tiny goofy hats on their head. <laughs> Those little goofy hats are called fascinators. Huh? Why? I don't know. So you could go ahead and get your wife a fascinator because I guarantee she probably doesn't have a fascinator, I'm right? To see Unless if she she's does. going to Fourth of July parties, or not Fourth of July, but but Derby parties, because that's the only time you can really wear a fascinator is when you go to a to a a, a Derby party. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a couple of them right now. I can say this, knowing her as well as I do, yes, she would never wear. one She would of not wear. A fa- I bet I, she'd look great. Well, put on yeah, those of course she hats. would. Yeah, but I just don't. She she is not one. Unlike her husband, that seeks attention. Okay. All right. So my beautiful wife has- She's the opposite of what I am in that regard. She has a fascinator. Okay. Right? She's got this little hat. And then each year when we go to another derby party, she says, well, I can't wear the same fascinator. No, you got to get a new one. Yeah. I said, well, we're going to a totally different party. Like, no one at that other party would potentially be at this party. And she's like, no, I need to get it. And fascinators are not free. No. Right? They're like $100 They're not cheap. I'm seeing that right here. Yeah. Yeah, So that was, uh, yeah, so you could get her a fascinator. That would be something that the kids could say, mom, mom, we bought you a fascinator. And she'd be like, wait, what is that? even better. Have them make her a fascinator. Have them make her a fascinator. Oh, see? I'll take an old baseball cap. Yep, yep. Get some fishnets and and just I mean just think of the concept of just them saying the word fascinator because I'm sure she knows what it is, mm-hmm. right? And she'd be like, "What have you done?" And you're like, "Of course, I wanted you to have a high end Sunday, right? Yes. Wouldn't that be that would be really a lot of fun? I I am just reading, wear it around the house. Swear it around the house. <laughs> I'm reading a bunch of old James Bond books. Oh. Okay, Ian Fleming's James Bond. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. I've, we've all watched millions of James Bond movies, right? Mm-hmm. And Or millions of times, I should say. There's not millions of movies. But um, James Bond, way back in the late 50s and early 60s, was quite the rapist, right? He really got aggressive with women, kind of, 
not horribly. I mean, it, I shouldn't restate that. He wasn't. He was just. He he wanted to go after every woman, but he was also a deviant racist. I mean, like racist. I was unaware of that. I did not know that. But I'm reading a book from like 1958 or 1961 or whatever, and it has the N word in it that James Bond uses. I'm wow. like, huh. I don't know how James Bond isn't canceled, who'd right? Who would have known? It, it was really surprising. But what's interesting about this, the whole reason I brought this up, is they talk about in in one of them, it's, uh, I'm forgetting what, what uh, diamonds are forever maybe, and they have a bunch of horse racing in it. And, and they were talking about they're they're um, going to fake this one horse, uh, horse race and put a ringer in it like this other horse. And they said, well, aren't all horses, don't they have tattooed lips? It's like, wait, what? So they take a horse and they tattoo the underside of their lip. Right with a kind of a serial number. Is that to signify ownership? To signify what that this horse is actually this. And they said, well, yeah, we stopped doing that because people were faking it. So what they do is they take a picture of the back and the front of the knee because I guess that is exactly like a fingerprint on a human. Hmm. I'm sure I'm wrong about this. No, right? I think you're or I'm right, getting actually. it just right from the 007, right. who happens to be a racist and a rapist. Right, both of those two things. Right, but it's. I thought, huh? I wonder if that was a big deal back in back before they could biometrically know what exactly horse it was and they said i'm going to move this champion great horse to some random race somewhere i know he's going to win because he's 10 seconds faster than everybody else and see if we can't match him up to a long shot horse that is 10 to 1 and we can really rake in the money and i thought huh there's some ingenious criminals out there so never think you know that that's a real thing right horse theft is a very real thing I, I, you know, I, well, this yeah. is more horse imposturing, right? Where they're in, impo- they're making this, you know, John oh, the horse is running saying. in place of Bob okay. the horse because Bob was kind of slow, but John's a stud, so everybody bets Put their on money John. on somebody yeah, else. Yes, yeah, yes, and then okay. yeah. So why are, are horses getting stolen like catalytic converters or what's well, going on? Well, it, it depends because you know, uh, I, I didn't know we were going to go down this road. But yeah. What the hell not? Uh, yeah. So we do own a horse, and I say we. My wife owns a horse. Uh, but but it's but Sonny's considered part of the family. I, mm. Are your girls into horses at all? Uh, I mean, you know, from a distance. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know if they had uh, you know because a lot of little girls at one point in their life they had developed this obsession with horses. They're at into some TikTok. Point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They don't care about horses. They're like, oh, does it have a TV screen on its back? No. But what's neat is, you know, I've I, I've been able to learn various things about them just through her over mm-hmm. the over mm-hmm. the number of years. And in fact, we were out there this weekend. Um, because we're going to be moving uh, Sonny to a different spot because we also moved, so we, and he's really far away now. So okay. we want to get him somewhere that's closer to where we currently currently live. And I didn't realize this, but you know, she was telling me, yeah, the, the reason that a lot of these stables put their their pens or their pastures away from the road is that way it gives them an extra minute or two if they see somebody trying to steal their horse. Really? So people will, yeah. Unfortunately, that well. People will steal, steal anything everything. right now, yeah. and and so unfortunately, what happens is they'll you know load up that horse and then go sell it for two grand yeah. uh, to somebody that's unsuspecting. What oh, I don't have his paperwork. I'm sorry. Uh, but two horses have a title. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, they do. It's like buying a car. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because you want to know everything about the health. Um, mm-hmm. are, are, is, are, are his medicals up to date and yeah. things like that, you know? Here. Yeah. You got to kind of, so, yeah, that's a, and they're expensive. So I, I, I yes, thought, yes, you know, you're are, fairly Mike. conservative Yes, they are. and I thought you, you were never supposed to buy things that float or that you have to feed, right? If it eats or floats, you're not, you know, you're not supposed to buy boats. Boats are just a money pit, right? Mm-hmm. They're great. 
right? Yeah. Note to self. It's great. Mm-hmm. But a horse, it just kind of, I mean, are you going out there riding this thing? Are you, are you, can you Airbnb it? Can, can you say to the place, Hey, there's a team of 16 kids coming over there, jump them on that horse and give me there, a 20 bucks a piece. There are people that do that. Very okay. So if, you know, uh, little Maggie wants a birthday party, mm-hmm. um, things like that. But, uh, no, the, the way that it's just for her to have a horse. Okay. It's not, we're not looking to make, she's not looking to make money. And by, by the Would way, you go riding? we, we do apply that theory, what you just okay, said. Yeah, right. However, uh, that decision wasn't mine to make. That, okay. That was outside of gotcha. your, and same, okay. same thing with getting another cat. You did not no, get to pick no, that. No, no, no. That was not uh, my call. Well, I mean, and I keep saying this, I, I've never, do you go riding? Do you ride this I, horse? I do not. She does all the time. I would love to see a picture of you on this horse. The problem with Sonny yeah. is, and I don't mean to get too dark. He's got, he's got a bad bag. No, he, he was abused. That's why he, oh. he was a rescue. And oh, okay. so he's terrified of me. Really? Because of his former owner was, you know, was, was abusive. And he was, a, you know, as a man. So he sees me. He's great with my kids. Really? You know, but, and, and obviously he loves my wife, but he sees me. Horses are very, very smart. Maybe put that, put a carrot in your mouth well, and walk up to him slowly. He's gotten a lot better since she purchased him a long time ago, because okay. at, at first that he couldn't even be near me. Really? He would just tense up and, and freak out. But he's, he's now at the point where he'll at least come acknowledge me. It'll never get to the and point where he'll allow me to ride it's him. A he, he's a he. I'll say. Okay, because I, I thought maybe you were like staring at him weird, and if it was a she, and no. she's like, what are you looking at, perv? No, no, okay. no. He he definitely do, he does not like uh, grown men. Okay. He, he's just te- naturally fearful of them because of what he had to go through when he was younger. So I wonder what that is. It's 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 grim. I'll I, I, it you know, I, I don't want to know the details, and I'm sure you know, but it doesn't it seem like everybody who gets a dog from the dog shelter says... He was abused. It's like, who are these people abusing all these dogs? I don't know. Like, I've never heard a dog in my a entire life. Sick people out I there. did kind of yell at one of my dogs the other day. Like, I just kind of yelled at it and said, <laughs> "Quit barking!" But I didn't abuse it. Right. And then two seconds Pumped later, it him was, in the backyard. No, I, I would never do that. <laughs> I but know I thought, you well, that seems kind of odd that so many people are abusing these animals. Yep. And they all say, you know, it's a it's a beautiful tiny little three week old pup, and they're saying, oh, he was abused by a man. I'm like, where is this man? If I saw a man abusing a dog. And I was stronger than that there, man. Mm-hmm. I'd have a real pr- problem with that. I well, want to go on record. I don't like animal abuse. So you're against what Michael Vick did then. Is that what you're trying um, to say? I think Michael Vick should have never played football again, to tell you <laughs> the answer. And I was such a fan of Michael Vick as an athlete. And then I'm so disgusted by what he did to animals. Yep. I mean, just... And it wasn't just the dog fighting. It was how we disposed of the dogs that didn't win. Just, yeah. just disgusting. How they ever allowed him to come back into the NFL was shocking. Just shocking to me. Unfortunately, it's a case of where uh, your talent yeah. is, is higher than, than that. Well, it's yeah. it's at what point is your talent not worth the 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 distraction off the field. Yeah. In other words, he yeah. was still really good. He still was really. Had good. he been yeah. a third stringer, he would have never played again. He would have never played again. Yeah. But nope. We had to take him back. And you know, I can't imagine sitting then in the president of football operations office saying, you know, should we take a run at Mike Vick? I mean, you know, he did just whip dogs onto the ground. You know, you know whatever he did to kill him. What you know, just psychopath stuff. But somebody had to make that choice. And they're like, well, you know, we really have a family-run organization here. But let's <laughs> let's go ahead and take Mike Vick back. Right. So I'm trying to find the story. I had saved it for us. Because, you know, this, this show originated by us talking about craft beer. Yeah, and, it was and, the beer and, show. And I'm trying to find the news story that Joe sent me. And I can't find it now. I had it saved on my screen. And then I lost my screen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, you know what I'm getting inundated by? Yeah. All of these canned cocktails 
and seltzers and tequila based and vodka based. It's getting confusing now. So I'm so glad you brought this up. I stopped at my spot. Shout mm-hmm. out to Bo. Bo. Uh, Bo, my guy Bo Jordan at uh, no, Coburn's Coburn's uh, uh, beer. Excuse me, the Coburn's liquor store next to the Coburn's grocery store in Got Belle Plaine. It. Got it. in Belle Plaine. Got Bo it. is an avid listener okay. of both right. Garage Logic doing, and this show. He's awesome, and so he he was showing me this that, and I said because he knows I like seltzer, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, you, uh, we've got some new stuff over here. You might want to try." So I said, "Ah, what the heck? Whatever." Sure. And it was a canned cocktail. Okay. I did not care for it. And, and it's, I'm sure if you, I'm not really a cocktail drinker at all. Yeah. And I just thought, it's well, too much. If or... you're, you know, you, you like a what, a gin and tonic? What's yeah, your, gin what's and tonic, vodka soda, gin okay. tonics, yeah. So if you like a gin and tonic or a vodka soda, it's not really that difficult to make, right? Or is this, is this, a, are they marketing this to, I'm going to grab a six pack of this and then get on the boat. Is yeah, that what they're doing it for? I, I think so, right? Okay. That seems, you know, it's they're they're not in bottles, they're in cans. You can take them anywhere. They're easy to go places. But there's so many varieties now. It's yeah. like, oh, what works? And then, you know, I I kind of under started to understood the clamatos, right? Where I was like, oh, I get it. It's a clam juice. I can drink this clam juice and beer. <laughs> I kind of got it, got it, or whatever it is. Yeah. But now there's just tequila based and vodka based and gin based and like micro brews are doing them all over the place. And it's like, okay. I'm out. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap back to the bush lights of the world. I swear to God, really? or hams. I don't know. Have you ever had a hams? Have you had a hams recently? Of course, not recently. But I, I mean, honest to God, I, my wife said, "Hey, we're gonna have some people over. What beer should I get?" And I said, "Who's coming over?" And I didn't really care for those people. And I said, "Get some hams." <laughs> and then I realized that I really enjoy hams. Yeah. Right? You can have a couple of them. Don't sure. feel a bunch of bloating. Sure. Can still throw the ball around. Maybe play some golf. Some of this other stuff is just. I mean, and I love a good craft beer. I do. You know that. Oh, we yeah, did. Absolutely. We did it for a long time. Absolutely. But but sometimes I just want to dumb it down. I want to make the thought of what I'm going to drink be the easiest thing. It shouldn't be hard. I shouldn't have to think about it. So we had our first town baseball game, and yes, this is a town ball story. Okay. In fact, that was going to be my poll question, then I forgot to put it on Should the you do uh, put more it on the Twitter town ball stories. But the um, the the post game celebration, we were playing in Morristown, and of course, they just sold Bush Light, mm. and so I I'll, I usually buy one for the team. Like, hey, yeah. let's, let's, let's let's have one. And I thought, oh my God, I could not remember, seriously speaking, the last time I had a beer. Really? Yes. Because you have you've switched to I've the seltzers. Switched primarily just to seltzers, mm-hmm. and it's has nothing to do with. It's literally because I wanted to lose weight. Yeah, that's yeah. that is one hundred percent the reason why it has nothing to do with health or or whatever. Because I still like the taste of beer a yeah. lot, but I just I really tried consciously to lose weight. Well, we were we were drinking those. 400 plus oh calorie IPAs, which when you actually see what the caloric intake is from an IPA uh-huh. and you think, wait, 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 if I had four of those, I just had 1600 calories worth of beer and four is not impossible in a night, right? That's mm-hmm. not that hard to have four. Right. And I just, you know, almost had the daily recommended allowance of calories for an adult man in four beers. Yeah. That's, that's why the, the, you know, emphasis of the beer belly got real good for a few years, you mm-hmm. know, d- during the craft boom still is out there. And I, that's what I'm wondering. Are the, you know, that we, we would have a beer festival here once every six minutes, it felt mm-hmm. like, you know, back in the day. Are those back, do you know? Because you're kind of a, a, a about town kind of a guy. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the dabbler's still out there, right? They're okay. still doing the dabbler. But, I you know, I don't know if I – and it, we're obviously outside of the loop of what we used to be because we used to just hear of everything. And I think those individual places still have big parties. But I don't know if there's big – craft events remember like the beer and bacon that they had yeah. and all these things where they could get you know 
8,000 people to show up for craft beer and bacon, mm-hmm. which kind of actually sounds super good. Well, we went yeah. to the, didn't we go to the one that was at uh, Target Center or what? Was it at Target Center? Well, no, Target Field. Target Field. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, Target Field, yes. I, well, no, we had them on the show a few times to talk about Maybe it. Maybe that's what it was. Talk about it, but I don't think I went. Maybe you did. Okay. Maybe I'd, you know, I know, we had that a couple of good charity events that did. Brewer's Ball. The Brewer's Ball. That yeah, was a fun that charity That was fun. Event. That was, I, I, did I ever tell you what happened at that, that one time? So I'm I'm standing in the line at the Brewer's Ball at the at the um, table, the, the uh, food table, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a big buffet, and this huge security guy comes up to me. Did I ever tell you the story? I don't think he so. He comes up to me and says, Excuse me, sir. Uh, do you have a license? I said, "What?" <laughs> and he said, "I need to see your driver's license." You got carded? No, this was like not. The, it was like obviously I'm an adult man. He knows I'm an adult. I'm like, like why? And he goes, "I'm not asking you." And I was like, "Holy crap! Like what? What's going on here?" And he was a big guy, and I, like I was like, "What's going on?" You know, I I didn't really know what was going on. Wow. So sure enough, instead of like making this like huge scene because I wasn't going to make a huge scene at right. this a charity event and I didn't really know what to do like I'm just at a loss so I, I kind of put my plate down and pull out my driver's license because so I thought you got to come with me I'm like oh, no. where where am I going oh, right no. so I said hold on I don't I don't know what's going on where do you want me to go he goes just come with me so I go into the back oh no sure enough it's one of my buddies that runs the security system and he was just playing with me oh no but I thought how that could have gone so wrong. I could have just said, I'm not going anywhere with you, right? Tell me what's what this is about. You tell me what this is about. I'm not going anywhere with you. But luckily I like I didn't want to like disrespect the Brewers Ball. Which venue were we it at? It was I think that was at um US Bank's uh, stadium is oh, that when we yeah. were at like okay. the Dairy Queen Club or yes, whatever? Yes, we was. did it. To, we did it there twice. Then we did it at the one that was right off 394. Yes, and then yeah. we did the last couple at International Market Square. International Market Square. So yeah. it was really funny, and I, I hadn't seen this guy literally since like two years after high school. So it was really great seeing so he him. He saw you, and he saw me, and oh, then said, funny. "Oh, that's him. Go cart him and go get." And I was like, but I could have said anything i could have lost my mind i'm sure maybe the security guy and the security guy played it really well because i was like well maybe i just would be the kind of guy who just goes with people if they ask me to do something like hey follow me i'm gonna pick you up and carry you out or you can hand me your id here you go you know it just i i just i i really felt uh i don't want to say emasculated that day but i kind of did feel like why didn't i put up more of a fight to say the hell are you asking me for what oh what business is it of yours and i just kind of was like well yeah here, here's my id do you need a credit card with right. that too? <laughs> do i have to pay for that yeah do i have to pay for the pleasure of you giving you so uh yeah that was my buddy john from a long time ago and it was it was funny and when i saw him i thought you mm, a-hole that's funny but yeah it was pretty good so we did get a couple of emails uh, uh apropos of absolutely nothing all right but i love Switching it when, topics? I, no i just oh. love when uh, that people are listening to the show and that they thought that we'd get a kick out of this and this one comes to us from jesse hey mike hey chris uh i have a story about a sad story Uh-oh. are you ready for a sad story yes okay <clears throat> this story is about brad brad lives in california he was sick of the world of COVID-19, Trump, Russian belligerence, China, global warming, racial tensions, and the rest of the disturbing stories that occupy media headlines. Brad drove his car into his garage, then sealed every doorway and window as best he could. He got back into his car and wound down all the windows, selected his favorite radio station, started the car, and revved it to a slow idle. <laughs> Two days later, a worried neighbor peered through his garage window and saw him in the car. She notified the emergency services, and they broke in, pulling Brad from the car. 
a little sip of water, and surprisingly, he was in perfect condition. But his Tesla had a dead battery. <laughs> Brad is a registered California Democrat. <laughs> I love emails oh, like that. Because you're good. reading, going, oh my God, I don't oh, want to keep sad. reading this. I don't know this. if we can talk about this. So, so. thank you, Jesse. That, that, that gave me a chuckle. You do see some of those people like at the gas station with their Tesla, and they're looking at the little thing like, um, yeah, you drive a Tesla, or you borrowed a Tesla, or you rented a Tesla. No gas goes into it. You... Man, but you you see that you see that I, you know I didn't know I've been looking at Teslas online because I think they're kind of cool, right? Yeah. Just ever since Musk starts buying cool things, right? You're a big Elon guy. I, aren't I you? think I'm becoming a pretty big Elon guy, right? And um, so I've been looking at them just out of curiosity to see how much they are. But I didn't know that when they're done out of warranty, it's kind of done. The car is roughly over. Like you don't. How many miles is that? Well, it's it's not necessarily 000? miles. It's like after the seven year warranty. I think it's a seven year warranty. Oh. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But it's like a seven year warranty. But then after that, if your battery pack goes out, it's twenty thousand bucks. Your car is done at that point. You don't replace a twenty thousand dollar battery pack in a seven year old car, right? Or mm-hmm. maybe you do. I don't know. Okay. And it just is. It's like well, that seems kind of finite, right? And you you buy like I don't always keep a car for seven years, but if I did. I sure don't want it to go to zero value in seven years. Because sure, right. you know, once the battery's gone, it's done. You're, you're just, you have nothing left. So I'm like, well, what's the resale value on these things that are six, seven years, eight years old? See, you know, you're, if all you need to do is have one thing go wrong with I, it, and then it has no value whatsoever. I do recall, because you know, electric cars comes up from time to time on mm. Garage Logic, and I do know that Joe got a, a, an email from a guy saying, I own an electric vehicle. Trust me, it has nothing to do with trying to save the earth. I'm just super cheap. Okay. And basically, he said, never buy an EV brand new. Okay. Buy them used, as in wait till they're three or four years old, because then they're they're ridiculously affordable. And then he, and he said, I forget where he lived, but he basically said, my commute is insane, so I save so much money on gas. But oh, because I bought this car used, I wasn't spending you know, the astronomical amount that it cost to buy one of those EVs brand new, which yeah, I thought, they, oh, that makes a ton of sense. They are not cheap. No. There, although I've been, you know, looking at cars lately just because I, I actually let me restate that. I look at cars almost every day. You're a car guy. I'm a car guy. I yep. like to see what's out there. I do like Joe turned me on to bring a trailer. Oh, right? yeah. Where yeah. it's just like the world's best of the any kind of car. It could be like a Fiat X19. I mean, an old cheap Fiat. And you're like, that one only has 11,000 miles on it. I kind of want it, you know, and it <laughs> might sell for nine grand, but should, it's a $2,000 car or whatever, you know, it's, right. it's, it's, but they're the cream of the crap. But cars are getting insane. I know. And I, I hope that's starting to switch around because I'd like to buy one, but I'm not going to like pay no. twice what they're worth. Well, that and you would like to think at some point it has to level off. You'd think, point, but, right? Yeah. When GDP goes below the, the rate of inflation, you know, we have a negative GDP and inflation is 8.9%. That seems like... Maybe those numbers are upside down, and maybe people will start buy, stop buying some stuff. I did find the story I was looking for, by okay. the way, that Joe had sent me. And I, I don't know if you've ever attended this, but the only reason I was going to bring it up is I have attended this, and it's a blast. Hmm. You know how I'm a huge fan of just Duluth in general. Oh, I thought you underrated say- craft beer scene. It's just a cool. You love it. It's a cool hang. Okay. We try to do it at least once a year, but sometimes it doesn't really happen because oh. you know when you get you have young kids, it puts a clamp on your social life, basically. <laughs> But the Homegrown Music Fest uh, is coming back to Duluth after being gone for two years. Are you familiar with this one? Uh, um, Maybe. I've never been there. So you know where the lakefront band shell is, right? Overlooking the the lift bridge and whatnot. A very, very, very cool area. I had a friend that performed there 
oh boy, uh, 10 years ago maybe. maybe. Maybe it's been longer than that. But it's just a cool hang, and I'm so happy that Duluth is bringing it back because there was worry that it might not ever return. Really? Which is too bad because I, I thought it was a good moneymaker, but you know people still have concerns about gathering and whatnot, so I, I get all that. But I'm glad to see, I was really glad to see that they're going to bring this back because it was it's a cool it's a very very cool music event and by the way super cheap really if you just want to go up and see a couple yeah if you want to see a couple of bands i don't even think a ticket's 20 bucks maybe it's maybe it's more expensive now i can't remember but it's 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 a lot of fun have you decided what bands you want to see at the state fair well like what night we're going to go see a band yes uh because johnny brought it up in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up because, because i, I think looked there's it some up. good bands yeah hold on let me look that up well plus the the, the great thing is is whether it's the Liney stage or the Shell stage, they always have free acts to go watch too. Well, one time, were you with us when we went to go see Boys to Men at the Liney stage? No, but I would have loved that. That was awesome. It was so much fun. Uh, I, I, I. If you give me the lineup, or if you can, if you're able to find the lineup, I will. Uh, I'll remember which one I wanted to see because I believe it is a Friday night. But the only problem that I'm going to have this year, Michael, and I know that you're very aware of this, is that. We are hosting the state amateur baseball tournament in Fairville, so that's going to put oh. that's going to put a damper on my state fair comings and goings. You don't want this that year. to happen. Okay, so starting out on August twenty fifth, Thursday night, starting at five thirty, gates open. We have Alice in Chains, Bush, and Breaking Benjamin. Wait, what the what? Yeah, what so night is I, that? If I'm not mistaken, that's uh, Thursday night, the first night. The normally the night we normally record our show from the beer show. We always did Thursday nights. Okay, but. So Bush, that's Gavin Rosdale. Rosdale, formerly married to What's Her Nuts. Gwen Stefani. That's it. She, um, He's alive. <laughs> what's her nuts? But you know what I mean. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what her name is. But Alice in Chains, I think the lead singer of Alice in Chains is long dead. No, no, you're thinking of the, uh, you're thinking of the singer circle? from Pantera. Yeah, but no, look for that. I think no, because the lead singer Al- Alice, Alice in Chains singer uh, also does Broadway. He writes. Uh, what do you call that? What, what's what, no? His, the score? his name was his name was Scott something. It's He's Trent Reznor. That's not Allison Chains. It might be the new one, but formerly Allison Chains. No, you're th- you're thinking of Scott uh, from. You're thinking of Scott, the guy that was on the tour bus. Scott, somebody wasn't. Uh, People are screaming at us. right now. I know, now. but that's the best part. Trent Reznor is the lead singer of Allison Chains. Okay, so who? Oh, tragic death of Mike Starr. I don't know who that is. So Trent Reznor's the. I'm almost positive, right? But I thought Trent Reznor was uh, le- uh, the... Okay, how is that? How do we not know Boy, this? We are really putting on a performance today. Uh, okay. I have it right here. Okay. So Trent Reznor... Who am I thinking of? Is the- an American singer-songwriter. Wait. <laughs> He's Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and we knew that. You know, he, he sings that really popular song, Something About an Animal, right? Yep, yep. right, exactly. That, that everyone seems to like. But um, he also, okay, here we go. I did have this part right, though. Uh, beginning in 2010, Reznor, alongside someone else, began to work on film and television scores. So I had that part right. I just had the wrong Okay, band. Allison Chain's former lead singer, Lane Staley, I might not be pronouncing that right, died in 2002. You are absolutely right. I okay. remember that. So I don't know who the new lead singer is. But I'm sure he's great. Sure. Right? I'm sure he's great. Well, who's but so. the headlining act? It has to be it, Bush. I think it's Allison Chains. No way. Bush yeah, well, is a bigger deal than them. That's what what I would have thought, hmm. right? But Allison Chains is at, at the top of the bill. Alice in Chains. Got it. Um, so uh, Friday night, Counting Crows with the special guest Wallflowers. Okay. 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 Oh, I know what I'm going to go see. And if you haven't seen this person and if you don't like his music, I don't care. Go see him. He is an American treasure and you'll love him. Pitbull, Sunday night. 
Hey, have you ever been to a Pitbull concert? I, I cannot say I have. He is unbelievably positive. He's a total gentleman. He'll stop the show and say, I just want to tell you what dreams you're making for me and how I hope your dream. I mean, he's just a complete and utter gentleman. May I ask a question? Yeah, he's with Iggy Azalea, by the way. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, may I ask a question? Please. Why were you at a Pitbull concert? I've been to like five or six but Pitbull concerts. Fir- the first time you went, obviously you went after realizing what a great performer he is. No, Why did you go to the I, first one? I think one? He, does, uh, he does a lot of those shows where he goes out and performs three songs. So he's like a, like a hype performer. I haven't ever been to a two and a half hour Pitbull concert, right? Okay. I've always been to um, where he's the headliner of a 10 concert show and everybody's doing two songs worth okay okay All right. a sample show um my one of my least favorite guys our guy i don't really enjoy is tuesday night and that's jim gaffigan i'm not a big uh, he's the comedian <gasps> say no he uh-huh. is hilarious uh-huh. how do you not like because he, it... he gets real political real political does he really super political like super political i've seen a number of his acts i can't remember him getting political i, mean, I think this is his social media gets real political really yeah, and i just you know live with it yeah i i actually like a lot of and here's why i like his jokes he doesn't have to work blue all the time okay which you know it, it, it can be funny sure but he just makes observations about everyday things which i think is hilarious another one that we have to see on september 1st thursday night ariel speedwagon and sticks i'd go see that in a i have seen them and i in fact i've seen both of them at the state fair have you? REO Speedwagon okay. and Sticks. I would 100% go to that. That is a great, great band. Here's the night you want to be at the State Fair, boys and girls. Why? Because the Zach Brown Band is yeah. playing. And it's funny because the Sticks uh, ticket started $41. Zach Brown Band ticket started $194. Wow. Well, they're actually the most expensive one is $194. But that's going to be the day where you get all the beautiful girls oh, and yeah. all the beautiful guys the dressed up in hats. their cowboy hats and oh, cowboy yeah. boots going to see Zach Brown. And he's a great entertainer, too. I'm actually kind of surprised that the State Fair was able to secure a Zach Brown Band because they he's could pretty, sell out Target Center. Yeah, he's and pretty Excel. big. I wonder what, uh, did we ever figure out what the Coliseum sits on the State Fairgrounds? I don't Wasn't even it think 5, it's. 5,400 or something like that? No, it's, it's I think, 10,000. Is it that big? I think okay. so. And then Diana Ross on Saturday, September 3rd, hmm. which is, you know, okay. That's, I mean, she's she's a legend, right? Sure. I wonder if they still have more to announce because there weren't, not every day was taken. Do they have something every day? I assume they do, right? At the grandstand? Yeah. Yes, they do. Okay, because we, we had you know a Thursday, Friday, Sunday, so we're missing the first Saturday. Hmm. So we're missing that headline. Then Tuesday, we're missing Monday, Wednesdays. So I don't know. I, I'd go see Zach Brown. I would absolutely go see Pitbull. And I'm not kidding. It, it, it's, he's and you Mr. love Worldwide. the fair in general. I love, I love the fair. Yeah. And if I can go see Pitbull, who is just... I, I can't tell you if when he brings down the music... And he makes it real. And he talks about how, a, what a pleasure it is to be an American and how proud he is of what we do as a country and how, how just elated he is that he can do what he does for a living. It is inspirational. What if he busted into Lee Greenwood oh, that right there cool. on stage? That would be cool. A tear would hit your eye. A, a tear would, yeah. If he's proud to be an American and he just nails it out there. Uh, okay, well, I'm excited. I, I too, although now I find music kind of loud. So I have to put in my my Apple earbuds mm-hmm. that are noise canceling. <laughs> so I'm the guy wearing because sure. I don't want to have earplugs in because then I look super old. Right. But if I have ear pods in, right? But the noise canceling, oh, everyone's like, important. he must be listening to a different song. You're like, right. yeah, I'm actually just trying to lower the noise from a volume ten to a volume two. So um, I have to share a story with <laughs> yes, you. Yes, sir. 
I've been. Are you? Are you? Did you go through the whole cycle? I ranted I about the state fair okay. as much as I possibly could. That's okay. Okay. So there's a story that I found that I I desperately need to share with you, um, and this comes to us from longtime listener Jordy. You ready? Yes. <clears throat> How long, Michael, have you been working in the same company? Five years? Ten? Question mark. Walter Othman has been working at the same company for 84 years. And nine days. Wow. His passion, discipline, and commitment motivated him to keep doing what he loves. And eventually, he became an official Guinness World Records title holder for the longest career with the same company. That is amazing. Listen to this. Okay. On January 17th, 1938, Walter started work as a shipping assistant when he was 15 years old at a textile company in Santa Catarina, Brazil. Uh, the company was then called Industrious Renault SA, now known as Renault View. Walter has always been very enthusiastic when it comes to learning something new. Uh, he was born in a small town in Santa Catarina, Brazil, which was a large German population. Rain or shine, mud or frost, propelled by his tenacity, Walter would walk barefoot to school to study. Mm then practice at home. He was an exceptional student with a brilliant memory and attention to detail. However, due to financial problems at home, he began to work to help his family. He went to the weaving mill with his mom to apply for a job, and because of his strong proficiency in German, he was hired. He has worked at the same company ever since. Wow. Just think what his 401k must be at. (laughs) (laughs) This story is accompanied by photos of him, where it literally has his photo at 15 years old when and he then, started and then just one back in I think they this came out in February once he hit his 84 year or when he was declared with the Guinness book because it's got him at his desk with the Guinness so certification. He's, he's 98 years old or something well, what let's add it up so 84 plus yeah 84 plus, plus 15, 15 99. 98 99 years yeah, old yeah 99 years old that's that's old like, you could retire. He must really enjoy his work. You know what they say, Reverse? And every picture, I will say this, every picture, he is smiling. He's smiling. Yes. And remind me, what country was that in? Brazil. Brazil. So at, at, at the point in time, and I'm not so great on geopolitics, I don't know if it was a communist country where it was like, congratulations, you start at 15 years old, and you get to work for the rest of your life until you die. So maybe by choice, he was able to keep that job, not I by force. I would guess so, because you would think yeah. at some point, family or whatever would have been able to take care of him. And he just said, no, I, I yeah. want to keep working. But yeah. you know what I thought of when I, when I was reading through that story is... I know exactly what you thought of. I wonder if Sid gave him a run. Yeah, I mean, Sid started very young. Because right? he started delivering newspapers for the Star Tribune yep, yep. when he was a kid. And then lasted... Till he was 100. Yeah. He I, was working. I mean, he filed a column yeah. the Sunday of the week that he passed away. Yeah, that's that, that, you're right. I was thinking you were thinking something much more duplicitous. Okay. I was thinking you were thinking... Can Joe make it to 99? Oh, I'm guessing, this, yeah. Because this wagon point. I'm on right now, yeah. I don't want this honey wagon to be done. I want to make it all I, the way through. I do know that you were unable to listen to the show because I was posting it as you yes. walked in the yep, door. Yep. Um, and Kenny had thrown out the possibility of uh, Joe's son just taking over based on a text he had sent that was very thought-provoking. And okay. Kenny said, can, can we lead his hand in and out of breaks and maybe just take over once you decide to start drooling on yourself? Yes. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be fun? That would be kind of fun. Does, yeah. Has Joe ever had his kids on? I don't believe so. We've yeah. all, we've often said that we'd love to have the CP fill in, oh, to which she's that great. was that was um, 
shut down immediately. Yeah. 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 Especially when he was working from home where she was right there. Hey, put a headset just on put her. her. On. Let's, let's put he, her and on. And he just doesn't want to do oh, it. Oh, no, no, he, no, no, no. And it's not that he doesn't want to share the glory. It's just he doesn't want to have someone telling him how to do it mm-hmm. from here on out. Yep. By the way, I looked it up when we were uh, when you were reading that story. Although I was paying attention, but I can <laughs> I can multitask. Scott Weiland, who was I who that's, that's who I was thinking I would, of. That's and that was Stone, Stone Temple, Temple Pilots, Pilots right? Yes. So Allison Chains, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, which was another great band, by the way. But that was who I was originally thinking died. Okay, now okay, Stone oh. Temple. You got the yes. Google right there, right? Uh, yeah. I want to yep, see I how accurate I am. Okay, I believe shortly before Scott Weiland passed away. The Stone, or maybe it was, I don't know if it was the Stone Temple Pilots or if he was doing a solo thing, they were stopped in Minnesota going from, you know, uh, Milwaukee to whatever. Okay. I, I don't, Sioux Falls, I have no idea. But that band bus, the, the bus for that band was stopped in Minnesota. This would be within the last 10 years, I'm, I'm guessing. And and what did they, did they have some I, stuff on I there? I believe, yeah, they were arrested for drug possession. I, I wanna, Really? I, I, okay. I, I'm, God, I hope I'm I'm gonna get this right. Um, okay, wait. Uh, uh, even more important, we're we're totally forgetting it. We're totally forgetting it, and it's quite important actually to the story. So, famed Stone Temple Pilots and Velvet Revolver—that was his oh, other yeah. band, right? Mm-hmm. Frontman Scott Weiland was uh, has died at the age of forty-eight. The singer was found dead in his tour bus at a stop in Bloomington, Minnesota. Okay, that's what it was. Right? He was uh, he was on tour with the band. Uh, the Wildabouts. I didn't know what that that band was. According to the official Instagram post shared by Wyland's account, the singer died in his sleep. So he does have a claim to fame, a super super sad claim to fame, dying in Bloomington, Minnesota. Yeah. Right? That, okay, that's what it was. I knew there was some sort of connection around the time he died to the state of Minnesota. You know that. So wasn't the Twin Stadium informally in Bloomington, Minnesota? Yes. So maybe all really cool things die there, like the Twins kind of just. Like all, Met so Stadium many, and many, Scott Weiland. How, how many seasons did the Twins die in oh Bloomington, my God. right? All right, what did you think of the old Timberwolves just throwing it away? Honestly, it got to the point where it was comical. Uh, and, and I know you probably didn't see my tweet, but I, I did order a Minnesota Timber Chickens yes, t shirt yeah. from the, the great people at Soda Stick. Oh, that's And funny. guess when I got it? Right when they lost Saturday, or no, excuse me, I got it delivered on Sunday. Okay, so it was, <laughs> no, no, it was no, no. all. I'm sorry, Saturday because they played Friday night. Okay. It was the day after they lost the game, which it, it's not Soda Stick's fault because I I waited too long to order it. No, anyway. it's not so. You can't blame Soda Stick but for anything. It was just it was almost symbolic that because I even just, tweeted out, yeah. I said, "Can't wait for this great Timberwolves run." You know, I'm holding oh. my T-shirt, and they're like, "We're sorry." I'm like, "It's not your fault. I'm ripping the Timberwolves, yeah, not you guys." <laughs> that was that was a tough thing, but and when you watch Golden State. You know, the first game, Golden State against uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah. It looks like a totally different form of basketball. Yeah. I mean, the speed is unbelievable. Well, they also play a much more disciplined style of basketball as opposed to our idiots that just, you know, chuck and duck. They don't yeah, they don't even yeah, play basketball. Yeah. They're just all trying to shoot a three and play hero ball all yeah, the yeah. time. Th- it's shoot annoying. a three, turn the other way, and run down the court. It's like, wait, you might want to go for your rebound. I got to tell you, though, you folks in St. Paul... You better be worried after last night. Yeah, that was not good. What what did the score end? I didn't four to nothing. Four to nothing. Well, at least it started early. You, you know, know, did a few of the playoff puck games. Drop. Yeah, a few of the games didn't. Another team go five nothing, five nil. Yeah, it the, was uh, the Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs. Tam- yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean that was and, and Tampa Bay is not a loser team, right? No, they're they're going for their third straight. Stanley yeah, that's Cup. what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it's it's like it, it's not impossible to to lose one big. But you know what they have going against them? I'm talking about the. The Wild. The Wild. What? Yesterday on Monday Night Sports Talk, both Joe and Pat picked them to win. I heard that. I heard that, and I said, oh, congratulations. Thank you, boys. Thank you for picking. I have always said this. Uh, 
if you are a betting sports fan, which mm-hmm. I am not, I do mm-hmm. not, I do not wager on sports because not that I am opposed to it. It's just I work too hard for my money. I'm not wasting it away, yeah. right? If Patrick Royce makes a prediction, you run to the opposite side yeah. <laughs> and you bet the farm. Well, if I'm not mistaken, because I did listen to that on Monday night, he even said this is the number one. NHL team Minnesota has ever had in the history of the NHL. Remember that? Sure. He's, he said that. I'm in, and, and, and Joe stopped him and said, you don't mean of all franchises, just Minnesota franchise. Oh, right, right, so right. from the stars to whatever. Yeah. And, and he said, yeah, it's the number one team we've ever had. Well, congratulations. You've totally, you've totally jinxed us. <laughs> We're going to lose four straight. Is it a best of seven? I assume it is, Yeah, right? it's a yeah. best of seven. Wow. What, I'm excited for that because that means a lot to St. Paul. Hopefully it well, would have been great if the Timberwolves could have made it. It would have been really nice. And think nice about that, too. You know, the guys like the t- Tommy Reeds of the world, oh, all those guys. Wait, an 8.30 puck drop? Oh. They're all going to stay here till 8.15. This is fantastic. I mean, that's and be lit enough at the end that they'll still stay at the bar afterwards, you know. But on a Monday, though? Yeah, but if you already are kind of tuned up, you're like, I'm willing to have one more if, if they win if they win yeah. yeah if they don't you go in and you you know you use the restroom you and go to the ramp out. and then you <laughs> yeah get, to get out of there uh well, there was something else i was going to bring up and i can't read my own notes it's a right good now. show yeah right my sister's listening now she she became a, a convert to the weekly scramble fantastic and she sent me a, a text this morning at like 6 30 saying you do say chicks too much and i said hey i don't say chicks at all anymore now that i've learned that chicks is an old man thing <laughs> But I do recommend a show on Prime called Chicken People. So I guess I can refer to chicks as chicken people. These are people that um, love their chickens and show chickens and... It's the passion about chickens and, and showing chickens is so evident. I had a tear in my eye for the one guy because he tries so hard. He's given up all relationships with his family and friends because he, he raises about 9,000 chickens a year, right, mm-hmm. to get these perfect, perfect birds. I had no idea that there's multiple varietals of chickens. I thought they were all those white mm-hmm. chickens and a red mm-hmm. chicken or something. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Great movie. It's a few years old. Chicken People documentary. You know who we should send that to? Who? Glenn Taylor. Yes. <laughs> Well, they, it's funny that they do have, at some point in time, they, these people are all getting their chickens ready, right? This woman's washing the chickens for 24 hours straight and blow-drying their hair and everything. And then the bird flu stops their big Ohio oh, chicken no. thing. And then f- somebody in Tennessee says, we'll do it. We don't care. We'll take it. Come so on they, down. they took it in Tennessee. But I thought, oh, isn't that weird? And I and I don't know what you do with those birds besides what Glenn Taylor does. That which is, is, unfortunately, not good. Yeah, not good. And then yeah. there was no protesters on that last game, right? That, I, not that I remember. Okay. I don't recall one and, and nothing surfaced on social media. So I'm, I'm going to because I was I was flipping that night because, you know, I, I knew they were going to blow the game anyway. So I was flipping between that and baseball. Did so. you know you were, they were going to blow the game? Yes. I guess I, the, yes. I I don't know why I asked that like that because of course it's, it's Minnesota it's sports the Timberwolves. and it's Minnesota sports. Yep, it's what we do. It's, we can't it's have the nice cross. things. We get the most beautiful state in the world. These beautiful weather. We get the beautiful lakes. We get the beautiful people. We have to sacrifice sports teams. Correct. It's like I I get the worst lines when I go to Target, but I get the best parking spots. So it's it's kind of like we get the worst sports teams, but we get the best lakes. Nice. Right. Thank Evens you. out. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor and rate and review this show wherever you happen to be listening on all of the various podcast platforms. We would truly appreciate it. And uh, email the show at any point. You can do so by hitting email the show online at garagelogic.com. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Until then, cheers.